Hello, everybody. How are you doing? Now, listen, today's conversation, we're going to deal with something that I believe is going to be a wonderful conversation. If you are a person that might be going through some form of struggle or you feel like you're in between the struggle or you feel like you just don't know how to make it through today is your type of conversation, because I know the person that I have on today is going to help you not only help you to understand how to get through the struggle, but how to be victorious at the end and live a continual victorious life. So are you ready for this conversation? Let's dive right on in. I remember when I was first looking at starting my podcast, one of the things that I was looking for was a cost efficient place that I can be able to do what I was dreaming and doing. With Anchor, I found that. I found a free platform that can be able to give me the tools to make sure that my podcast sound good from edits to music to different other things, variety of things that can be able to assist me to make sure that I had a professional sound podcast. But then also one of the things I found that I loved uh, when I started to use Anchor was they have various of different places that they are able to distribute my podcast from professional places like Spotify or Apple Podcasts and many, many more. Now, with this, the thing that I'm I love to do is because I might not do it in my house or might need to do it in my car. So I'm able to use record on my cell phone. I'm able to record on my tablet or even my computer. So for you to be able to do this as the podcaster, you need to make sure that you download the app to your phone, to your tablet. You can do it on an Android or on an Apple product. But also, if you want to be able to access it on your computer, you have to go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, anchor is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. Welcome to the team. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Focus on Greatness podcast. My name is Hiram, and on this platform, we highlight ways where men can be able to experience greatness in their everyday lives. And today is one of those beautiful days that I believe that you'll be able to get some experience and some things to help you to be great. Today, I have someone on that is It's going to be a wonderful story. I know I tell y'all all all the time that I love documentaries. I love learning about people. And this is this is one of those people that I love that I have been able to bump into and learn her story. She's she's a powerful example of how to be victorious, how to be able to push through obstacles to become greater at the end. So do me a favor. All those that are on, make sure that you show some love. Put some hearts out there. Show some love for Kantia Richards. How you doing, ma'am? Hi. Wow. (laughs) That was like a lovely introduction. Thank you. (laughs) 
thank you, thank, thank you. you. Well, thank you. Thank you oh, for coming wow. on. Uh, thank you for being a part. Do me a favor before we get any deeper into our conversation, get in our conversation. Um, do me a favor and just introduce yourself to, to the audience and to those that are listening and watching um, so they can kind of get to know you a little bit and then we'll dive into your story. Yeah. So like Haram just introduced me, I'm Kintia Richards. I am a mom, a wife, um, a wellness enthusiast, um, a speaker, and an overcomer. You know, um, the, and the, the, the big reason why I came on this show, because I want to share with you guys, you know, we all go through things in life where um, it can really set us back in so many ways. And I've gone through many personal struggles. And one of the biggest struggle for me is you know, overcoming lupus, you know, my journey, you know, the many pitfalls, the many relapses that I've gone through, that instead of allowing those relapses to define me and, and just break me down, I, I decided to, to rise up, I decided to take control of my life and, and do what I whatever I could do to get better. So I'm so excited um, to share with you guys how I beat lupus and how it's so possible for you guys to do the same thing. It doesn't matter where you are in your health journey or even in, even if it's not related to health, you know, I think it's, it's it comes down to perspective. And I'm just excited to share with you um, about what I've done um, with my personal struggle. Well, I'm excited, as I already shared with you before we started this conversation on here, um, I I'm excited to be able to have you on because I believe that your story in and of itself and everything that your story shares helps no matter who that person is. If it's a health struggle, if it's a life struggle in general, um, it helps them to be able to understand and know that they can still be victorious. Um, and so let's do this. For those that are watching, those that are listening, let's start from the beginning. Let's tell me about this this moment that this this struggle occurred, and then we'll walk through this. Oh yeah. Um, so let me let me talk you talk to you guys about my journey, my journey from my breakdown to my breakthrough, right? And this yeah. one, most notably for me, that is is recovering from lupus. So what I want to do is just take you guys back to 2013 when it all started. And I, I want to just kind of paint a picture in your head, you know, just so you can have a comparison of what I went through to now. So then you can say, oh, wow, she's really gone through something, right? <laughs> so, um, so for those of you who don't know what lupus is, lupus is an autoimmune condition, right? Um, it's when the immune system attacks itself for unknown reason. That's what the doctors told me, right? So for me, um, it was systemic. So what lupus did was it attacked my kidneys, my brain, my heart, mm. my lungs, my skin, uh, my bones, right? It, it pretty much kind of attacked almost every organ in my body, you know? Wow. And it was really bad. And an analogy that I like to paint for everyone is like, think of like a computer virus, right? A tr like a Trojan horse on your computer where once it attacks a certain file, it just keeps attacking and attacking and then like everything starts to malfunction and nothing is working, right? Mm. So for me, that's pretty much what lupus did. Um, I, I couldn't, I was really sick. I couldn't, I couldn't 
my body didn't want to cooperate with with me with anything you know mm. um it was so bad to the point where you know when it comes to daily movements like walking i couldn't even walk my hip oh. my left hip i was in pain um i couldn't even brush my teeth you know because i couldn't hold on to the toothbrush because of the mm. joint pain so you know think about i could i couldn't even like um even even the thought of being happy or trying to be grateful because I'm still alive, right? That that was even hard to to take in because it was so much for me. And and then when it came to eating, you know, even eating healthy foods for me, my body was just rejecting it. It was just, you know, I was worried, depressed. Let's just put it that way, you know. It was really hard. Um, but I also know that what was even more painful for me was, you know, I was also a new mom, you know, um, mm. it was just mm -mm. a very hard time for me because I wanted to be there for my daughter, for her, for every first experience in her life. Right. Yeah. But I couldn't be yeah. there because my body wasn't functioning the way it should be. I was too tired. I was too sick. I was too, um, you know, I couldn't even even have a, a conversation because mentally I, I wasn't there. I checked out. And and when you're at a, that point in your life, you just start to think, you know, is this really worth it? You know, I you know, at that moment in time, I felt like a complete failure in motherhood yeah. and in life. And the feedback that I was getting from the doctors were, you know, you're just going to have to deal with it. You know, this is pretty mm. much what lupus patients go through, you know, just deal with it. Right. So you can imagine, you know, here I am, okay, a new mom, you know, I was diagnosed with lupus during my second trimester. So you can imagine the pregnancy wow. in itself was like, whoa, like here I am, I'm hit with the pregnancy, having to deal with all these symptoms. And now I get hit with this like debilitating autoimmune condition. So, mm, you know, it's, mm, it's mm, hard. Mm. It's even hard to grasp that, my gosh, this is my reality. Yeah. Yeah. So. You know, I was in a really bad place, but thank God I I had a, a loving husband, <laughs> a husband who was doing everything that he could. He was playing doctor. He was playing researcher. He was playing nutritionist, a mom, a dad, whatever you want, a caretaker, right? Yeah. He was wearing different hats to make sure that he can get his wife back up and running. And, you know, I think he is one of the reasons that I am here today because of his persistence of we can do this. We can do this. Yeah. So that leads me into that something's got to change, right? Like I had to, I had, cause I was really, really, really angry. You know, I was angry mm -hmm. for so many reasons. Like why me? Why did I have to deal with this diagnosis during my pregnancy? You know, I thought I was supposed to be this happy, like, like in a cloud nine kind of right. person, you know, cause yeah. I, I just had a baby, you know? So, um, I wanted to, to kind of put this out there because I think I think this is really important, especially for anyone who's dealing with any sort of health crisis. What I did early on in this diagnosis is I started to implement changes to what I was eating. And I think that in itself is paramount. And what I mean by that is that start, you know, taking an audit of what you're eating because a lot of the symptoms that you're, you're, you're feeling, you're experiencing is because you're not consuming foods that are nourishing for your body. And we didn't find that out until 
or I didn't find that out until, you know, my husband started doing the research and he realized, wait, hold up, we do have some sort of control here because, you know, food, foods, depending on what you're eating, plays a big role on, on how you feel, right? Wow. So I started implementing smoothies right away. Like I think after maybe the, I want to say like the third month after di diagnosis, that was during mm. my pregnancy. I started to drink a lot of smoothies. I started drinking green smoothies. And then shortly thereafter, I started to change my diet right away. And I want to tell people this because this is so important. And it's important because for me, what it did for me was there was an about an increase of about 45 to 50% of symptom relief after I start introducing these, these uh, diet changes. Wow. And yeah. So, and I also want to preface by saying that everyone is different. So what I've eliminated may work or may not work for you. So mm. what I also did was I worked with a functional medicine doctor. I also, I, I, I had a food sensitivity test done to make sure that you know, I wasn't allergic or sensitive to certain foods that was creating this um, sort of like um, immune system intolerance, if you want to call it, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so there are many factors in all of this, but I just want to just want to put it out there because I want I want people to know how important it is to change what you're consuming, you know, because mm -hmm. that in itself is a game changer for me. Had I not started the the diet change by removing inflammatory foods, like, you know, for me, it was the, the gluten, the dairy, mm. the white sugar, the processed foods, you know? Um, I made sure those those things were were very, were not in my diet, you know? And I did a lot, a lot of diet modification, but that in itself wasn't just enough, you know? There are other components to it as well. Mm. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm driving the food component to you and to everyone who's listening is because I want people to understand the importance of just changing what you're eating can do a lot for your health. That's so important. You know, yeah. that's what really took me like to the, not even, not a hundred percent. It took me like maybe to 60, 65, even 70%. You know, there are other things involved in it as well, but mm -hmm. I want people to understand that, you know, when it comes to something, when it comes to health related, um, and this is what really, got me thinking when I started doing some research is that, you know, there's, there's, there are a lot of studies out there, right? And yeah. one of the studies that really like sort of like left an imprint in my head was um, where, you know, about 10% of chronic illnesses are mm. due to genetic, right? Mm -hmm. And 90% are due to environmental factors. And when I read that statistic, it, it, it just dawned on me like, wait, 90%? is due to environmental factors, right? So that uh -huh. means this is not this is not my story, right? This right. is not this is not the end, right? <laughs> so, you know, and, and that that was that kind of like a wake up call for me because I realized how much control I have to to get better. Yeah. And I know it's 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 challenging and I understand it because I was once there. I you know, I used to think I used I used to play the why me victim mentality mindset, right? Mm -hmm. Thinking mm -hmm. like this is it. You know, I'm just going to internalize what my doctor is telling me and, and take their prognosis as my health outcome. Yeah. But when you come across statistic as what I was saying and hearing pe other people's stories like myself, I want people mm -hmm. to really take this in and realize that it is possible. You know, I'm not the first who have, you know, overcame, you know, an autoimmune disease. You know, there are many right. before me. I just want people to really take this in and see that it is possible 
but you have to make a decision. You have to make a decision and be committed to the decision to get better. You know, and that's what I did in my, in my recovery story. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it it just boils down to perspective for me, you know, you got to also change who you are being as well. Not just change what you're eating. Because for me, my lowest point was I realized that despite the, the diet change, despite, you know, getting enough rest and trying to, you know, exercise as well. Um, I knew that I had to really change how I was looking at this diagnosis. I had to reframe it and and tell myself that, ooh, you know, um, I have to stop being angry because I was very angry, you know, yeah. angry, yeah. so angry, and that was that in itself is is not good for your health, right? Yeah, right. It's so bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. So getting my mind right was really what really took it off. It's like my my change the 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 perspective change, the shift in how I was seeing this diagnosis um, really helped a lot. And I think this is applicable to anything in life, right? Yeah. Whatever mm-hmm. you're going through in life, you know, you know, the, the health crisis is just an experience, right? The breakup is just an experience. The financial loss is just an experience, right? But what I've learned in my own experience is it's just something for you to go through. It's just a season, right? Yeah. Something mm-hmm. I believe that God has put me through to build my character, to build my resilience. And when I started to realize that that was what it was, just a season that it's this is going to pass as well, mm-hmm. this is when everything in my life started to change. You know, by the yeah. grace of God, I, I, I'm, I'm at a different place now yeah. because yeah. I don't feel like. Um, that I needed to, that I have to do everything on my own because I have this amazing, mighty, almighty, powerful anchor that I can resort to now, you know? Yeah. Yes, ma'am. So it's, it's yeah. just, it's just so powerful when you, when you allow yourself to, when you open yourself to, to the support, to knowing that you're not in this alone. So having a support system is, is, is an, another element that I believe that anyone who's dealing with any type of challenges that you should be open and 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 talk about it and yeah. let people know that you know i need help right. you know yeah yeah i like that yeah, yeah. it's it, yeah. and that's something i just learned the you know honestly le- le- last year because of covid because i'm mm. sure covid you know it, opened up it, our eyes in so whole, many ways yes. Eyes. Yes. yes yes for and for sure. me it was just like wow like contier you, yeah. you can't, you got to let go of this self-reliance mentality, right? You can't do everything on your own. And once you let go of that and you just surrender in a way, surrender doesn't mean you're weak. Surrender yeah. means you're, you're strong. That's resilient right there because you're yeah. allowing yourself to be open to the help and to support, right? Yeah. And I, it took me a long time to realize that. And then COVID hit and I realized I can't do this. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, and yeah. I lean into my support system and even more importantly, like now, you know, I, I, I feel like my relationship with God has strengthened because of this, because I realized that I need him. I can't right. do this. Yeah. And I think when people come to this place where you can't do this alone, all the pressure, right? Yeah. The weight that you're carrying on your shoulder disappear. That's what happened to me. 
Yeah. You know, it's yeah. it's it's just it's a different it's a different take now, and I think this is what reset my health in a sense. Like this changed everything. So now I just look at things differently. Yeah. 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 I like this because there's there's a couple keys that I took out. Just listen listening now, um, and for those that are listening as well, I pray that you're you're hearing. You might not hear exactly what I'm hearing, but I know that you're hearing something that is helping you. But so far, I he, I've, I've I've taken from your 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 story the struggle in and of itself. You know, not only when it happened, I I think when all of this started is probably one of the one of the most interesting portions of the story because it happened, like you said, in a moment normally when you're excited and you're mm -hmm. celebrating, you know, you about to have your your baby and yes. you know, and, and all and and in the same timing of when this is happening, all this other now, all this other new stuff. Is happening all at once, and so hearing that part by itself, I know, is is added stress. Mm. Not just the not just the symptom in the sickness in and of itself, but now this sickness, which is stressful by itself, mm. now adding on to I'm about to have a baby, and and probably all the things that you were probably thinking in your mind of moments that you probably won't be able to enjoy like you wanted to, or like you probably dreamed. Yeah. Um, so, at, but in, in all of that, the thing that I took from this is also, is that you, you, you had a great support team, mm -hmm. which I give shout outs to your husband. <laughs> um, you know, you had a great support team. So, so for that one, just dealing with this piece, if, Anybody that is listening, any person that is watching is going through anything. One of the anchor helps is having a strong support system, um, is having a support system that knows how to be able to help to carry you through yeah. when you're going through. And so that's one of the things I heard, even when you were talking about your husband being able to really be everything that was needed in that season, yes. as much as he possibly could, yes. um, is that aspect of him being everything, being mm -hmm. the support that helped to carry you through yes. this journey. Uh, right. But then I love that you you as you research, which you, one of the things you said you researched and you found out the statistics of this scenario. Um, I love this statement. You said 90% mm. of it is environmental. So for me, that speaks volume, just like you stated, is I have more control than I think I do. Yes. Um, that, so that means for me, that means the struggle doesn't have as much control as it, as it thinks it does. Yes. Uh, and, and sometimes even probably how it feels like it did. Um, mm -hmm. I know you probably going through it, you probably did feel like, okay, you know, this is too much. Oh this, yeah. You know, the, I can't take this pain like this anymore. Um, you know, or probably had moments of where, you you thought to yourself, what type of future is this going to be? Um, but I love that even in the midst of going through everything you were going through, you still chose to have a change of perspective. Yes. Um, you still had your your relationship with God became stronger. Yes. Um, which I believe is a very big key in this whole puzzle. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I believe even in that moment, 
even in those the things, your relationships with God, um, your 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 uh, support system that you had, all of these things helped to then change your perspective. Yes, definitely. And now, and now we are on this other side because of a changed perspective. And I, I think that's powerful that just this one major component can change so much. Yeah. Just that change of perspective can change and shift so much. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know what it is? I think I think this this the struggle, this particular struggle, which is the diagnosis, I think it was really it took so much out of me because um I've always been like this very much like high achiever, like um, empowered. I can do this on my own. I got this, you know, I don't need anyone help. Even when I got married, I was also mm. really independent in a way where I got this, I can do this, right? Yeah. And I tell you now, and I'm laughing because, you know, God was humbling me when <laughs> he put me through all of this. He knew that you need to, he need to set me straight, right? Right. And looking <laughs> back now, I laugh because I realized like, wow, I was very, I guess you wouldn't, I would, I would, I think I can say the word arrogant. I was kind of mm -hmm. very like, yeah, I got this. Nothing, I'm un unstoppable or unbreakable, right. right? Yeah. And he put this in my life. It's like, no, 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 honey. No, no, this is not going to happen. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I'm laughing because it's through that experience, that season, that my change in character, mm -hmm. there was a transformation. Like, I, I, I think I want to say it in a way where you you just it's very humbling, you know, yeah, and for yeah. me, I realized that these things, the, the struggles that you go through are really just experiences, right? It's really what you take from it, right? Mm -hmm. It's the meaning, mm -hmm. the association that you put to put in that experience that can really, you know, make you or break you. And yeah. I realized for me that if I don't change my perspective, I'm going to constantly go through this healing loop. I'm going to get better and fall into a relapse, get better mm. and fall into a relapse. Cause that's because that was pretty much what I was going through. And it was so hard mm. for me, you know, I would get better and then boom, I would like fall on the wayside. And why was that? It was because I was so angry. I was still angry. I was still holding on to that. Why me? You know, why did this happen? Because my plan now, my plans pretty much got derailed, right? Like I couldn't do the things I wanted to do, yeah. you know? Right. And I was very frustrated and resentful. And in, in, in that same moment, I realized, how am I supposed to lead by example for my daughter? Mm. Right? Yeah. If yeah. I don't come to this place of gratitude in a way where I need to start seeing this, this experience that I'm going through as mm. a lesson. Yeah. Like, what am I taking out of this? And I thank God for this, this, this lupus diagnosis because of that, of that diagnosis, I am the person, I'm this person now. I'm very conscious now, you know, I'm very, I'm mm. a, I can, I can say like I'm a conscious consumer now. Like I make sure that what we're consuming, what we're putting in our body is, is not gonna, um, you know, make me sick. I'm not going to say that um, I'm, I can avoid everything, right? But mm -hmm. I, I mm -hmm. do the best that I can to minimize my exposure, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, this this in itself, you know, you can either look at this diagnosis as, mm. you know, as a setback, right? Or yeah. an opportunity for growth. And I just chose, I chose to see it, see it differently. I chose to write a different story despite 
what the doctors were telling me. I mm. say, no, listen, I'm going to write my own ending. I'm going to choose mm. and I'm going to decide that I will get better. And that's it. And once I made that decision back in 2017, the end of 2017, mm -hmm. that was it. I was committed and I did whatever it took. I prayed and prayed and say, Lord, I'll do whatever. Whatever that's required me to get better, I'll do it. I, at mm. one point, I was like, I'll eat dirt if, I, if, it, if, if it makes <laughs> me feel better, right? So I was at that point, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, no, I get it. Yeah. you know, when you, and that's, that's just it. And I want to drive this home because, and I'm, I'm guilty of this too. Like, you know, we, you know, I go back and forth being indecisive. Like, yeah, mm. I'm just going to put one foot in. I'll, I'll do a little bit of changes, but that's about it. I just put like maybe 80%. That's good enough. No, mm. you know, when it comes to something that's like your well-being, your health, you got to be committed and you got to make a decision that you want to get better, yeah. you know, and that's what sets people back. We, we're so busy being in, in, in this indecisive mode that we don't make a decision. And when you don't make a decision, you you keep, you're like in a rocking chair, going back and forth, back and forth. And I knew that I hit that psychological threshold back, back in 2017. Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, I had enough. I had enough of people telling me, you know, this is your life, this is what you gotta do, and all this other story. And I was like, no, I'm gonna, I'm committed now. I wanna, I wanna make this change because I wanna be there for my daughter. I wanna be there for her, you know, her preschool moments, her kindergarten moments, you know? I didn't want yeah. someone else to raise my daughter, you know? Yeah. And she was that that carrot that was dangling. I was like, I'm gonna get better, not just for mm -hmm. myself, mm -hmm. but for you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I and and I think that in itself is powerful because you're no longer thinking about yourself anymore. You have this right. human being that you have to make sure you stay well for. Yeah. So she was sort of my she was the driving force for me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. those that are listening, I want you to think about this. Surely if you are a person that are going through any form of struggle, your your struggle might not be just um, a health struggle. Uh, you might be going through a financial struggle. You might be going through a relational struggle, whatever your struggle might be. Ask yourself, is it worth staying where you are? Mm. Ask yourself, can I, surely if you have children, surely if you have people, which we all do in some sense, have someone that is looking up to you. Ask yourself, would you want them to stay there? Because sometimes we can be going through our own struggles and our own thing and we can get wrapped up in the pain and the issue and the struggle that we're going through. And we don't realize that there are other people watching you go through it. Mm. There's other people sitting there with you mm. while you're going through your own struggle and they're watching how you're going to respond, how you're reacting in your own struggle. And so ask yourself, is it worth staying where you are? Or would you rather, for their sake, even at this point, if you can't do it for yours, would you rather, for their sake, push through? Mm. Would you rather, for their sake, push through to be able to show them this is how you make it through a journey? This is how you make it through pain. This mm. is how you make it through a struggle. And I love that you decided to make a statement within your own self that if I can't do it for me, I'm gonna make sure I do it for my baby. Mm. 
Mm. I'm going to make sure that I'm going to push through so that then my baby can see this is how you do it. Yes. Oh, yes. mommy, how did you make it through this? Oh, yes. you was you. How did you do? Oh, I did this for you. It, it wasn't. It, it. I wanted to. You were my. You were my end. I think. Mm. I think. I think one of the things in scripture Jesus talks about it, where he says he was able to make it through the cross because he saw what who he was saving on mm. the other side. Mm. So it was like we can go through the pain when we look at okay, who are we actually mm. going to? Yes, yes. And so yeah. I love that I love seeing your story again. You said I I did this. I wasn't I, I I wanted to be there for my daughter. I wanted to be there for my baby so I could be able to experience all the things that she was going to experience so I couldn't die here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, 100. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You you know, I think when we when we're going through moments like this trying times, I think we have to to, to try to stay on top of the story that that's mm. playing, right? We got to yeah. learn to stay on top of it, and not be in it. And and you know we're human, so we're gonna experience the emotions. Well, and we're because we're in it, right? Yeah. But sometimes just a, just becoming the observer of what's going on can make a big difference. Yeah. And I've learned that, and I'm just like something has got to change, you know, yeah. really, you know, that's really what it is. And, you know, in all of this, it was just getting my mind right. You know, I just mm -hmm. kind of wrapping my head around, like, this is just temporary. And yeah. now I see things as it's temporary. Like I, I don't allow things to things that are stressful. I mean, don't get me wrong. I still experience stress and anxiety mm -hmm. like a normal person. Right. Right. Yeah. It's just that I don't allow it to hold a space in my head for too long. I don't mm. I, I do the best that I can not to take it into the next day. I pray on it. I you know, I I, I talk to I talk to my husband, you know. Mm. I don't just let it sit there and marinate. And I think right. sometimes we have to come to a place, just what you mentioned like earlier, is it worth it yeah. to put yourself in this situation? So for me, I ask that often too. Like is it worth it, you know, stressing over this job or stressing because I couldn't do certain things? No, it's not worth it. It's not worth my 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 well-being, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's a very important question to ask yourself. And I think that that's that's a portion that helps you to overcome. Yeah. Um I I I mean, we've all been through life pain. Yeah. Not just, you know, <laughs> life pain. You know, we've all had ups and downs. Yeah. Uh, you know, but it's that question of, is it worth it? Is it mm. worth, not just, is it worth going through it? I love that you said that you made up your mind that I'm going to learn from it. Yes. Uh, you know, that's one of the things I, I, I make sure I try to share with people when I'm talking to them about if they're going through a struggle or if they, you know, what lesson is this teaching? Mm. You might be going through it and I get it and I understand that it's painful. You don't like it. Uh, you know, it doesn't feel good. Mm -hmm. I get all of that because a struggle. I never known a person that said a struggle felt good, <laughs> yeah, right. um, you know, so I understand that it doesn't feel good. But there is something that is being taught mm -hmm. while you're in it. Yeah. And learning that lesson, being able to pull out that lesson, I think one of the things for me is when I when I recognize, like you said, pull yourself back and be able to take yourself out of the situation for a minute yeah. and be able to then learn from or see what lesson is this teaching me yeah. 
And then when I figure out the lesson, it's like, oh, okay, we can beat this. I'm about to yeah. pass this test. Yeah. You know, we're going to go ahead and get through yes. this. We can get to the other side. <laughs> right. Um, you know, and so that's, I think that that's great. One of the, that's very, a very powerful understanding is making sure that you, you li- don't live in the pain, but you learn from it. Oh, yes. Um, you don't live in the pain, but you learn from it. And so I want to ask this question as, as you were, as you had changed your mind, you had changed your perspective. You had now made a determination that I'm not going to stay in this place. And I'm going to make sure that I overcome or go through this pain for my baby. Again, even if I can't do it for me, I'm going to do it for my baby. You have made a determination. What feel? Because you're still in pain. Mm Mm-hmm. Life had not shifted. Yeah. <laughs> Only thing had changed was your mind. Yeah. What What was that like trying to then build that momentum of change to get to where we are today? You know, it, you know that's a very good question, and um, it was really it was a constantly tug of war for me. You know. But I think what really just what took me to that part of just I had enough was when I didn't mention this to you, but that's really what changed the trajectory of my sort of my health outcome was, you know, um, I had a miscarriage and that was back in 2017. And, you know, I, I think a lot of it came from the emotional stress that I was or let's put it this way the perception around the lupus diagnosis. I felt mm-hmm. defeated. I yeah. felt angry. I was very mm. resentful. I was bitter. You know, that bitter led to the rejection of myself. I was yeah. bitter that I had to do the work to recover, right? I was bitter that I had to ask for support. Remember I told you early on that I, mm. I, I was all about, I can do this myself. I wasn't mm-hmm. willing, but I had to, like, I, but I, I knew that this I needed the support system. And unknowingly, you know, that rejection, that bitterness led to, you know, rejecting a a possibility of a new life when Mm. I suffer from this miscarriage, you know? Mm. And that was my my breakdown. That breakdown, that loss was my breakthrough because it was that moment in time when I sat up on the hospital bed when the doctor told me it was it. Mm. That's when I knew that, wow, that was it. I knew at that moment that I had to change my perspective to create a new outcome to create a new possibility mm-hmm. for myself because I was sick and tired of people telling me this is it. And then when you have someone tell you that this, this, this being, this, this being that was once inside of you is gone. It's like, wow, I need to mm. change my, my way of thinking. So that was wow. it. And that's where the moment and that hunger, that hunger to, 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 to realize that, I needed to be there for my daughter, the one who's still here for Bella. That was, that was that she was the momentum because I realized that this loss that I experienced, I'm still grateful that God has still blessed me with this one who's four years, who was four years old at that time, that I had to be strong and I had to, to, to keep going. I had to push through. Mm, mm, And mm, that mm. in itself was the lesson for me. The pain that was taken that, you know, the loss was my pain. But yeah. the lesson from it was even more 
profound for me because I've learned to be present. I learned that I needed to push through this. I learned that I had to make this change so I can be healthier for yeah. my, not just for myself, but be healthy for my daughter so she can say, oh my gosh, mommy has the energy to play with me so I can mm. feed my daughter nourishing foods and not something mm. that's gonna deteriorate her health in some way or shape or form. Yeah. Like I knew that was my momentum. It was that mm. breakdown. That breakdown was really the the pivotal moment in my life that I said I had enough, mm, mm, you know, mm, mm. and that was yeah. it. And I became committed and yeah. I made sure that every action that I took from that moment on would built on and strengthen my biology, my health. And that was it. And, you know, I think when you make a decision and you stay committed to what you decided on, you just keep it going. You, and for me, I when I would hit a, a wall, I pray. Mm. I was like, Lord, I can't do this, but I need to get through this. And that's it. Mm. That's mm. surrendering. You know, wow. that's, that's saying that I can't do this. I need your help. Guide me. Yeah. That's why, you know, asking for the support or just leaning in on something that is higher, it's, it's more powerful, po more powerful than you. Mm -hmm. is sort of like the north it's the north star that's your guiding system like yeah. this is how i i was able to navigate because i didn't know what i was doing all i knew at that time was i done i'm fed up i'm done with this story i'm done with their story mm. let me write a different one mm. i didn't know how i was going to write it but i say lord i've decided I'm, I'm gonna get better it doesn't matter what the cost is and once you make that decision, he paves the way for you. He makes mm, it happen. Mm, he mm, provides. Mm. And wow. that's it, you know? Yeah. And that was that was that was I guess the momentum that I needed. It's yeah. unfortunate that I had to lose a life to realize mm -hmm. this. But again, like you, what you say, what do you take from the experience? The experience yeah. is just an experience. It's a season. It's temporary. But what's even what's going to make you make or break you is what you take from it. And it's permanent because it's that change in character, that mm -hmm. transformation that you're going to take with you. That's what's going to sustain you yeah. through what's coming yeah. next. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I mean, that was it for me. <laughs> I'm loving this. I, I, <laughs> I think I could continue to listen to your story. <laughs> you took well, it under me. Well. I, you know, I, I, I was thinking <laughs> in my head how far, how deep, but then I realized that, you know, it can help someone. It's yeah. not about me. It's about how can my story serve as a, a, a as an entry point to getting mm -hmm. better. Whether yeah. it's getting better for your health, whether it's moving on to a different relationship, whether it's starting all over again. I want my story to be an entry point for someone to say, "Wow, I do have the power to overcome this." Yeah, and you do. You yes, really you do. do. Yes, yeah. You do. Yes, you do. So I. Yeah. I want to say it's, it's a, a major statement that you said, and you said, I'm not going to allow them to write this script for me. Mm. I'm not going to allow them to write this story, <sighs> but I'm going to choose to write my own. Yeah. So the question that I ask all those that are listening, just in your, I want you to really think about this. If you had an opportunity to write your own script, from this point on, what would that look like? And then how would you live in your script? Yeah. It, but we're not talking about play acting. We're not talking about just, you know, I'm talking about rewriting your life from this point forward. Yeah. 
and allowing, like you did, allowing whatever pain that I'm going through at this present time mm. to be my catalyst to get mm. me to where I want to go. Yes. Um, and so I'm so thankful that you uh, you opened yourself up and, uh, and allowed us to be able to hear your story. I want you to do, before we go, I want you to do me a favor. Allow people to know where you are and how you are today. Because we've walked through your story. We've walked through your pains. We walked through all of these different obstacles. You've given us tools. You've given us mm-hmm. mindset shifts. You've given us making sure we have a support system, the, the humility mm-hmm. um, that God has brought you into in the midst of this to understand that we can't do this thing called life by ourselves. But where are you today? Yeah, so I am... I can say I'm good. I'm 100% symptom-free. And I've been able to sustain this. It's because, remember going back to that statistic, right? The 90%. That's why I say it's very possible. You just have to be committed. And it's not Mm. like, it's not a trend where you just hop on and get back off. It's a lifestyle, right? Yeah. Yeah. Stay committed to it. And over time, it just become a natural thing. So, I'm good. I, I feel great. My doctor is like, whatever you're doing, keep doing it because, you know, of course they don't want to say, you know, you're cured, yeah. right? But <laughs> I feel good. I feel really good. good. Um, I'm at a different place in my life, you know. Um, I'm, you know, my my really my mission right now is just to spread this 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 way of thinking where, you know, I want to, you know, I want people to understand that, you know, you know, your your circumstances doesn't have to define you. You know, you can break out of it. You can write a different, a different script. Like, you know, like you mentioned, right? We can, Mm -hmm. we do have the power, but it just, it boils down to your perspective. And when you're able to allow yourself to receive the help, right? Help from your support system, help from God, you know, this is when everything in your life become restored because that's what happened to me. Yeah. You know, I, I just, I just look at life in a very different way now. Mm -hmm. You know, if it's not about, if it's not, if, if the impact doesn't doesn't affect my health, my family, then I'm good. Like, yeah. I don't let that whole space in, in anywhere in my head yeah. or in my yeah. heart. And it's yeah. easier said than done. But but then when you realize that the anchor that you're leading on is God and he's the one that's leading, you're following, then you're good. Right. Like, yeah. He can't mess you up, you know? You're you're kind of yeah. like, okay, I'm grateful. Thank you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so in my I'm I'm 100% good right now and I'm at a great place and you know my mission really is just to spread the story and just to provide hope and inspiration that you know your joy your triumph doesn't have to come from you know it, it it's not about the circumstances, right? It's yeah. about what you you take from it. And that's like the biggest takeaway that I want to put out there. It's yeah. really what what do you take from this experience? You know, yeah. just like season it too shall pass. And that's just really what I want to tell people. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm grateful that you came on this platform <laughs> to make sure that you tell us. Thank you. Uh, because sometimes surely out of the season we just all came out of, um, mm-hmm. it's so refreshing to be able to hear that it's only a season. Mm, yeah. It's so refreshing to know that you can still make it through. 
Um, it's so refreshing to hear that the only thing you got to do is just learn the lessons, mm, make up yeah. your mind yes. that this is not the end. Right. Um, and so again, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for being a part of this conversation. Thank you so much for blessing this audience <laughs> of people uh, so they can be able to learn and to hear your story. Um, so for all those that are listening and you want to be able to learn more about her story and be a part of her journey, you can be able to get her information. It's going to be in the description uh, and you can be able to go to her website, check her out, follow her. She has a very powerful story um, and she is helping thousands of people uh, being able to overcome and walk through and get through these journeys. And again, I say thank you. Thank you for allowing us to be able to learn some things that we need to be able to know and to learn to get through our own stories. Um, and today I'll say I'm going to rewrite mine. I'm going to rewrite <laughs> mine. I'm going to pull some books out. I'm going to get my own little journal. And I'm going to write down how I want my story to be from this point on yeah. um, and then start living it out. So yeah. again, thank you for that. Uh, before we go, I told you already that I was going to ask you this question. I ask everyone that comes onto the platform. Um, so I'm going to ask you this one. I, I love this question personally. And so this question is, what's greatness to you? Yeah, you know, I think I'm going to circle back to this. And I think this is I'm mm -hmm. going to keep it short and simple because okay. I think this speaks volume. Um Greatness to me is not allowing the circumstances to define who I am. Mm. That's it. That's yeah. it. Circumstances, yeah. you know, you, and that's, that's what I want to leave it at. It's just, <laughs> that's, that's short and simple. It's short and simple, <laughs> but it's helpful. Yeah. So thank you. That's, thank that's, you. that's pop. Do not allow. <laughs> I'm not going to allow my, I'm not going to allow my circumstances. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, I it. think, I think what it is, is that I think sometimes we read into, we, we tend like for my, for me, you read into to the situation too much that mm -hmm. you complicate things. And yeah. I like to make it as simple as possible. You know, yeah. greatness is really that simple. Yeah. You become yeah. great when you don't allow things to define you, when you don't take on other people's narrative and that's yeah. greatness in itself. So here you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, thank you so much. Thank and you. again, um, for all those that are listening, before we go, I do want to make sure I say this. This has been a very great conversation. And I pray in that what you have heard is helping you in your season. And that through this conversation, I don't take anything by accident. So I pray that through this conversation that you are able to make up your mind and say, I'm not going to stay where I'm at, but I'm about to rewrite my history and I'm not going to allow. I love this part. I promise you, I'm going to probably live this for the rest of this week and with this concept. I promise you, I will. I'm not going to allow other people's statistics mm. to define what my story is supposed to be. Yes. And so I'm grateful that you did not allow people to limit you and hinder you and stop you and hold you into a box, but you have been someone that has overcome. And I say, thank you for being an overcomer. Thank you. Thank you for yeah. having me. 
Yes, ma'am. Thank you. So family, we thank y'all for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you for being a part of the Focus on Greatness family. And remember, we are here every first and third Monday at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. I love you all. And I'll talk to y'all later. Bye-bye.